Stop fucking with the mic. Can, I don't know if we can reach out. My fault, bro. <laughs> I know. We're not going to be able to reach today. We're not going to be able to reach today. <laughs> if anybody has not realized, this is the second time ever that someone else has been sitting on this couch with myself and Manny other than, the, than, than just us. If you haven't noticed, the guy right here in the attaboy Bryce Harper shirt. What's up, sir? Kill Kenny, our Monday guy, is now in the studio with us. You guys can't make this shit up. We tweeted that today. Welcome into the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. Wow. Obviously, we're going to get into the Super Bowl. We're going to get into uh, championship weekend, everything that happened on Sunday with um, my clowning and my misses on on the Ravens. Um, so we're going to get into that call. But this is just insane. I think I'm in a little bit of a, a shock. And I'm going to start out the show by saying this. Tough. So for those of you that don't know from the very beginning, I'll have to show you this after. There's a closet in the back there where that first show was done with you. No shit. And yeah, that's where that's like true. the, yeah. like where you hit the big Trey Young and Zach Levine for threes hit. Yep. And we just sent a DM and we got it. And that was like, I think that was January of 2021. That was January of 2021. Now it's January 30th of 2024. And this man that was on a computer screen when we were in separate locations and I was in a fucking closet back there is now sitting with us. Full circle moment for everybody here. So uh, sincerely, like love and appreciate you for backing us Thanks, all this way. Um, this is just unreal. So happy to have you here, dude. Like this is fucking incredible. Dude, shout out to you for coming out of the closet and uh, <laughs> being with us right here, man. It's, yeah, great uh, to have it's you. big, big move, big move. So um, let's let's first just start off with um, like from the betting side, I got killed on Sunday. Uh, obviously, Me I had too. the Ravens. Like what? Me too. You too. Slaughtered. Slaughtered. <laughs> what was like? Um, I guess. Like your like your touchdown scores. I know we were talking before we got started. We had Bateman in there. Like, what was some of the things that I guess you thought that we're gonna that I guess we're some things that that we're not necessarily taking that is out of our like for me. I'm I'm looking at like spreads and like maybe the favorites. Those those guys. Like you're taking the outsider guys, the moonshot guys. Like what were the some of those guys that that you were reading from us not taking like a Gus Edwards or like a Zay Flowers, something like that. Yes, yeah, like the for the Ravens Chiefs, I, I don't even know if I fixated on like any particular touchdown score. And like, you know, I've, I've said this too. I think if you're in the player prop game, which is where like the, the bulk of my betting is, it's definitely tougher in the playoffs. Like it's, in mm. it, 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 which sounds counterintuitive, but like the lines are just so sharp. You kind of, you, you, you know where the ball is going for the most part. And I was trying to just find guys that I thought, well, we're going to be out there a lot. And look, we'll get into the game, but like I clearly thought the Ravens were at least going to put up more of a fight and do more offensively. So I thought guys like, I thought Bateman had a, had a, a generous line and needed like two catches. I think it's, uh, I think on Fandle, he was like 21 and a half yards. So like, I thought Bateman was a good number. Um, I ended up not playing him solo, but like, I thought the Justin Watson number was good at like 16 and a half. I think he had one catch for 16 yards. So if you played, if you played that solo, uh, that one, that one definitely hurt. But uh, yeah, I, I think the, the the playoffs I think are definitely for the player props a little tougher just because again I feel like the margins are like so are just razor thin on on some of these numbers and you gotta just you gotta pick your spots if you're gonna try to you know not go the chalky route and again I watched Bateman do cardio for four <laughs> hours on Sunday. Now, do you look also at like you know the strategy that was working for the majority of the season, twenty five yards in each half? I saw a couple like I think Laporta was like thirty five yards each half. Something like that. Like, yeah, were you they, touching those at all? I, 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 I've stayed away from them the last couple of weeks just because we, we got burned on too many of them down the stretch. Like, it, it was just, it was infuriating to see a guy, you know, give you 40 yards in the first half and then being invisible in the second half. So I, I didn't play them as much. Now, I think what was cool for the playoffs, I mean, they've, there's, they had more options. They had even some combined ones. I think they had like Zay and Rasheed Rice, both 25 each half. I didn't mess with them too much. Um, Jerry almost did something crazy. I, yeah, I know. Shout <laughs> that, uh, but yeah, that, uh, that, that, like Kelsey first TD, Zay Flowers second TD. That was like 90 to one. So Jerry, <laughs> shout out to you, man. That, that was a banger. You said you were going to get naked. I haven't seen your naked no, body I haven't yet. Seen haven't seen it yet. <laughs> well, what did he, what was the other lay or the other part of that lay? It was, um, it was, oh, it was Laporta 35 in each half. Yeah. And, and Kittle, I think. And Kittle. Um, and that was for like 100 grand. Yeah, that would have been yeah, sick. He's been snapping too. I, I, wanted, I, like, I wanted that for him so badly. Dude. <laughs> but dude, shout out to Jerry. Jerry's on a little, little heater as a yeah, late. The last, last couple of weeks, man, he's had a couple of bombs. Uh, you just you, you love to see it, man. That guy is as OG as it gets. You know, there's there's not a lot of guys that have been doing it like in the gambling Twitter and in the content space, like, you know, as, as long as we have. And he's he's been doing it from from the very beginning. So I was going to say, the, legend, t- the two of you guys were like the, 
the the oh, first geez. two guys that we, we really started seeing on Twitter was was you and Jerry. I got to give him a lot of credit too, man. Um, it's it's funny. I had like a little throwback moment today. Uh, CT on Twitter. Shout out CT wherever you are. Um, <laughs> he kind of took took me down memory memory lane. He he posted a screenshot of like one of the original glitches that was in Mooney Gang. It was. Oh, I saw that. I yeah, saw that. It was they had Josh Richardson four plus rebounds at plus three thousand. Unbelievable. Now the cool part was, I mean, you could hammer that, and then the, you know the hedge was there. I mean, the, under three and a half was like plus money, so like you still were able to make some money off of that. But the original red alert, the first red alert that we ever had, it was a, a Gordon Hayward player performance double, and I've never seen one like this since. It was Gordon Hayward one steal, Hornets win. It was Hornets versus Thunder, and it was at ninety five hundred, oh I think. My God. So I saw this, and this, yeah, this is, we saw like the free Discord at the time. All I was doing was Twitch, and it's like midnight on Christmas. I can't sleep, and I'm just scrolling through, you know, going through the odds. And I look at this. I go, I wake my brother in law up. I'm like, am I, am I missing something here? So I literally in my Discord, I just went, uh, red alert, go, go bet this. And then we had a red <laughs> alerts channel the next day. But shout out to, to Parlay J because he, uh, like, I think he tweeted about it, and uh, like I think sent a pretty good amount of traffic my way. Like at the time, I mean, his fo- he had, I think, 40,000 followers on Twitter at the time. I had like two. And a lot of people uh, said like, hey, like, I got introduced to your Discord when Jerry tweeted about that glitch. About so that. Dude, he's, he's, so. Been, he's been a, a bro from the beginning. And from that tweet too, did you notice how old the FanDuel slip looked I, in that? They, I know. They looked so much better back then. Man. <laughs> it, it might just be the nostalgia. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it, they, they used to look a lot cleaner. Well, and Jerry has on his, his pinned one is from like 2020 and that's like the old school one too and that is i guess very similar to what your levine one looked like yeah when and that was when was that because that was we had you on in the, the very first time that was january was that still in that same month or was that no, like i can tell you that, that that was uh the levine one was a little was a little later if i remember correctly i think the levine trey young i think it was april i think it was april 21st 2021 i have to check i'm pretty sure that's the date april 21st 2021 um and dude, what's annoying about that one is like you look at the odds on that play. You, I, I was just gonna say that you, you build you, you build that exact that that play out today, and it's probably plus four thousand. Yep. I got it at plus one hundred and twenty thousand. <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So obviously, like the development from like yourself in the space, how gambling Twitter's grown, and then also how the odds have changed yeah. in just like a two year span. Now in a, this three year span, is out of control. Uh, but all right, let's get into these games here. We're going to kick things off here with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. In a, the only, uh, I was the only one on the show last week that said that Lamar Jackson, the MVP, was going to take these guys down. And uh, again, dead wrong. Yeah, and I took him live at half too, by the way. Did you really? Yep. I just, I, I, it's because I hate Patrick. It's not that I hate Patrick Mahomes. I just don't want to see them win again. They're going to go to the Super Bowl and win again. We'll, oh, we'll talk about that later, but... I was dead wrong. Again, I'm getting clowned all over because this is like back-to-back weeks in the playoffs where I pick another side against the Chiefs and I lose. Again. Yo, don't you hate how they wait till after the game to start getting on the social media posts? Yep, and they start, that yeah, because they, they they wait until after it loses to start yapping. <laughs> shit, I yep. see how y'all and I'm doing. sure you know that too with, with slips and all that stuff. Oh my God, yeah. 17 to 10, the Chiefs win this one. We saw the Zay Jones fumble. I thought it was very fucking fitting that we talk about the touchback rule and then we basically see it in that game with Zay Flowers. So that was pretty cool there. 17 to 10, Mahomes moves on. We see a lot of Taylor Swift coverage. We do not see a lot of Jason Kelsey coverage. And I said to all the, the Chiefs people, hey, is this what you wanted? Because you got what you wanted if you want if you wanted Taylor Swift coverage for the next two weeks. There you go. That you got your wish. Because I wanted to see the MVP go do it. And now we had two guys. We had Josh Allen for his career to beat Mahomes. Big upstep. Lamar Jackson, what can he not do? Win in the playoffs. Here's your chance against Patrick Mahomes in your MVP season, lose again. So now it just goes to show Patrick Mahomes is one win away from beating, oh my God, from breaking uh, Peyton Manning's all-time playoff win record. For, he's 14-13, and 13, and Patrick Mahomes is 14-3. just needs to win the Super Bowl to go 15-3 uh, in 10 up. less games played. So when we start talking about GOAT level, Tom Brady was on a Pat McAfee show today talking about the GOAT level and, and where this ladder's climbing this early on in his career. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy for him, but I'm still going to hate on him. I want to just hear your thoughts, uh, from the, I guess the standpoint of why the Ravens came out so slow. The, like I, the one thing I had said was just come out fast, score in the first two drives. First possession, first series was a three and out in under a minute and a half. And then Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs walked down the field. Easy, just actually great throw, better catch by Travis, Travis Kelsey in the, in the end zone there, and then we're down. So I guess my 
initial thoughts was they were never winning the, winning that game after that first drive. And then when they came back and Lamar throws a dot to Zay Flowers, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, we're back. And then they just died in the second half. So is that just a story about what this what these teams are going to be against, against Patrick Mahomes? I mean, the problem with, like, it's hard to fairly, like, evaluate quarterbacks when they have to get through Mahomes to to, to win a ring and, I guess, be deemed successful. And, dude, in, in, in a sense, man, it reminds me of, like, look at all the, like, the all-time NBA greats that never won a championship. Like, Charles Barkley... Patrick Ewing and it's just well yeah because they their prime was in the Jordan. middle of their prime was in the middle of the, of the Jordan Bulls like it just happens and you're you're you know even at this early in his career you're seeing that you're seeing that with Mahomes and the Chiefs right now it's just like this is a guy that is just gonna like a lot of really really great quarterbacks will never win Super Bowls and he's gonna be the the main reason for that and it's just it sucks like you know, it's like, you know, it could have been fun being like the second best golfer when Tiger Woods was like, yeah, I was going to say, Phil. <laughs> and and you can, like, you can, I think, like, fairly make that comparison, dude. He's the best quarterback ever. Like, he's the best, he's the best quarterback I've, I've ever seen just from a pure, pure talent standpoint. And it's unfortunate for Lamar that like, look, this was like, this is the worst Chiefs team that we've probably seen in the, in, in the last couple of years. This is the best Ravens team that they've had. I mean, this was this is the best shot that he was going to get. I don't even know if they win their division next year with a healthy Joe Burrow. So, like, right. this is their chance to do it. Um, and, like, you can't you don't want to just, just point the finger at Lamar, but, like, you got to call a spade a spade. He played like shit in the second half. I mean, he, just, he, he really, really did. But then you talk about, from a, at least from a running standpoint, and this was all going, like, circling the media after – a team that 82% of their snaps are rushing attempts and we're running the ball. What? What is that? 16 times? It's not I mean, even 16, bro. That's... Lamar has eight carries and some of them were just getting yeah. out of sack trouble. I mean, run the football. Yeah, they, they abandoned the run early. It was weird. Like, they, I think their second drive, um, it looked dicey at first because I think it, it, it was like fourth and two from like their own like 25 or whatever it was. They get the Lamar scramble for 20 yards. The next play is like an inside handoff to Gus Edwards. He takes it for 15 yards. And I don't think he touched the ball again no, the, the rest of the game. Like they completely abandoned the run. And I think, you know, they got behind. I know that's it's going to be a little game script dependent, but like this is what this team has done all year. And there's just, there's no excuses to abandon the run that the way that they did. I mean, it was there. The offensive game plan was just abysmal. We talked about it when, with the Cowboys. It was like, we watched you all season be this one team. And then now when the biggest game on the line, you just turned to a whole different team. Low keto, even it's crazy. Even though they ran the ball, I think like actual rushing attempts in total was like six times. Still had a very good chance to win this game. Like Jerry Sneed makes one of the best defensive plays. Him yep. and Jordan Poyer, the goal line strip outs, like that's just insane. But even at that, like, I feel like there were so many plays, and we saw Lamar do it in the Texans game, where he was the engine of the offense. He would drop back to pass, scramble. Like, there's at least four or five examples on Watson's game. I'm like, Lamar throw, Lamar run, at least do something. The strip sack. They they showed I I saw I saw a picture of the behind visual of the strip sack. Nick Bolton and Tranquil were out in coverage. So I'm thinking when I watched the play, I'm like, oh, someone was spying him. He couldn't run. Like, bro, there was green grass for you to take off. And I think that was probably one of the, like the more tentative scrambling games for Lamar. Like, he was really looking to push the ball downfield constantly, and it's a little confusing to me. Like, he's he's not off the hook just as much as I put uh, Todd Munkin not off the hook for the way he called the game. I think I think the way the Ravens defense play was incredible. Watching them play that full game was was so fun to watch. And I think it's funny. I'm gonna have to tip my hat to the Chiefs because I think the Ravens came out like trying to punk them physically a little bit. You can tell Roquan Smith and, and PQ they were like they were trying to push guys around. I think it was the first quarter, and I like to see it. Uh, they it was like a third and one. They threw it to Kelsey and Rasheed Rice ran a drag. Goes to goes to try to block uh, Patrick Queen and Patrick Queen demoralized him. And then yeah. Rasheed Rice does not Made back down the rest of the game. And the Chiefs responded to the physicality, and I think that had a big thing to do with it. And we got to tip the hat to Andy Reid. Like, I'm not trying to get to the GOAT debate, this and that. but It's going to come you, up, though. I, yeah, and you said this is the weakest Chiefs team. And I think if we're going to rank them, last year was the second worst Chiefs team when they won the chip. And then this year was the worst. And I'm not. we don't really got to do the GOAT debate, but it's crazy because Andy Reid's right there. And yep. if he gets the Eagles over the hump, Maybe one or two more times, he's the undisputed goat. I got to tell my cat Andy Reid because he keeps doing it time and he's time. Got, he's got time though, man. I mean, it, when it's all said and done, facts, though, he, facts. Can have, he has he, Pat. He, he can have three more facts. minimum. I mean, it's just it's it's, it's crazy to see. It really is. Um, yeah. This this whole game was just weird. Like again, the the way the Ravens abandoned the run, and then 
I just, again, I know we've said, like, you know, it's been a weaker Chiefs team, especially offensively, but, like, you got to give credit to their defense, and they yeah. must have just been giving Lamar these, like, just some you know, exotic looks. Because, yeah, he just looked confused. Mm-hmm. Looked confused the the entire game. So, shout out to Spagnola. I mean, again, he's... Yeah, Spag still. Spag was dialing he gets up... his some, hate, too. Spag was dialing up some exotic looks because it, Lamar just looked really confused, like, the especially in the second half, and... What's crazy is like you know if you if you were like heavy on props heavy on props in this game you had to be feeling pretty good like eight minutes in it looked like it was going to be the over of the century and the funny thing was like you know like a lot of like the you know the sharp podcast listen to it a lot of guys like I trust in this space like the consensus was the under people yeah. loved the under in this game and it yeah. was you know it was this thing was soaring over early and then and then it wasn't and look the Ravens defense did everything they needed to do to at least keep them alive in this game I think in the second half I think the Chiefs went. I believe five. I think they punted five straight times. Yeah. Five, I don't. I, I want to go back and check. Like I don't know if Patrick Mahomes has ever punted five, five straight times time. in in any game at any point in his career. Like they they had they had enough chances and yeah. they just they just couldn't get it done offensively. And then you know that that man that Zay Flowers fumble was everything. That that Zay Flowers fumble was tough. I mean, look, you know you had you had the, you had the big catch, the dumbass taunting penalty, and then they, they they get it back in like two plays, yeah. and it's just. Dude, I get it. Like it's a bang bang play. You're trying to make a play. You're trying to score. But like, even though your team is abandoned the run, it's first and goal from the two. It's probably like a 95% chance you're you're punching that in. And then we're looking at a tie game. Right. And it's just you just can't have that. That's why Man, I thought made, it was funny. You made a great point about the Pat Mahomes thing. Like, I, I just think about it now, but they scored the first two drives and Mahomes looked crazy. And Travis Kelsey looked like prime Kelsey. I'm thinking about it was like fourth and I think they went for it on fourth down the first drive, fourth and two. They went to Kelsey on Stevens, who's gonna who's one of the best lock corners in the league. Then I think it was like next play, Kyle Hamilton's draped all over and playing great defense. Kelsey catches that touchdown. Yeah. Next drive, they score. Then the Ravens defense really locked in. And it one thing that's just funny to me that I want to point out about the Chiefs. After the Eagles game, when they go to MVS over the top on a play that could have put us to bed, uh, yeah. end of the game. Yep. Shout out to Andy Reid. Shout out to Pat Mahomes. If you pay attention to the Chiefs, time and time and time again, these big games, when they need a play over the top and it doesn't seem like it could be a deep ball to MVS, they throw a deep ball to MVS. End of the game, they need a play on first I was going to say, down, I, when I was watching, I was like, of MVS. course, bro. I think of the Bills game. They did throw the one to him when, when uh, Mahomes was scrambling, but even the, at a halftime, that game was contentious. It kind of felt like the Bills were getting the upper hand on the on the Chiefs offensively, what they were trying to do. They come out of half and throw a deep ball to MVS when he's out, outside on the on wide, wide receiver. It's like they always try to wrinkle in a little MVS deep ball when they need it. It's crazy to watch. And that's another shot to Andy Reid just pulling out the ass. And you got to get credit to the Chiefs receivers. I think this year, I believe the Chiefs led the NFL in drop passes. Yes, they did. Not one drop in this Playing game. MBS, right? Not one, not one drop did. in this game. So they, they, the boys showed up. And then let's, I want to go back to the, the beginning of the game to hear the take on, or I guess the thoughts on Justin Tucker, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. What did you think about all that? I mean, obviously that's just like heat of the moment. You know, it's the AFC championship. Let's let's, we're going against the MVP. Let's get some gutsy, you know, plays in there. But again, uh, you know, Tucker's talking to the media after I guess that's that's in you know exit interview day because that wasn't post game, and he's like, you know, I've been doing that for twelve years. We get to go on their side and and kick from there. And I just thought it was kind of like a funny like banter type thing. Like Patrick Mahomes asked me to move the the tee, and I did. And then I thought it was a banter thing where like Kelsey was just throwing a tee, and then he like chucks the helmet, and I was like, I'm not gonna make it a bigger thing. But like and then the other thing too is like. You know, don't rile them up, bro. Like, no, this is no disrespect to you at all. But, like, you don't have to, to go against Patrick Mahomes. Your defense does. So don't piss him off, that's, okay? That's just that's three Hall of Famers just talking a little bullshit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? That was, that was a, a little funny. Because, it's a little, like... And then you get DBs fighting like, on the yo, on the tunnel like, runouts. Every, bro, every level I play football on, at least your home games, the kicker kicks on the same goalpost every time because the opposing kicker is on the other side. And even if he's not over there... He's not going to go over there because the opposing kicker might go over there. So, Pat Mahomes and Kelsey low-key had to go, like, to the goal line to be petty. It was petty, but I liked that. Like, I liked what I saw. Play on football, man. Do what you got to do. Well, I got to give you guys props, too, because you said, and especially you, Kenny, when you were doing your breakdown on why you're picking the Chiefs, I mean, you said it's a system play, and you just bet the Chiefs. You're going to give me Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs as a dog, again, I have to take them. They doing it again too. We gonna get and they're doing it again. So like, obviously we'll get we'll get there. But to the same token, like, I I don't obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. Me just gotta taking the emotional factor out of it. 
Mahomes as an underdog was just never losing this game. I mean, there was multiple chances for them to lose this game, but Lamar didn't want to show up. And maybe that's a little bit too harsh to say. But at the same time, I mean, you got to give you credit get, to the defense there. I mean, dude, I feel like Josh Allen got more shit than Lamar's getting. And, you know, Josh, and, and, right. and, and again, like, dude, Lamar looked like no MVP. Lamar's the MVP. Lamar had a tremendous season. And Lamar is a fantastic quarterback. And he played like ass. Like, all those things can be true. Mm-hmm. Like, that, and, that, that, dude, that, like, I think. You could you can make excuses here and there. Like that interception to likely is just that's you can't throw that ball. It's one of the and, yo, they were on Twitter trying to blame Isaiah. Yo, Lamar stands is crazy. They were trying to blame likely for raising his hand. Also, oh, like I mean, likely putting his, the one screenshot, it's likely putting his hand up as he's like triple bracketed. It's like yeah, yeah. What are you looking at? But he's a big tight end. Like he don't know, man. I he, know, he's I taking know. the ball. Like Lamar, what you doing? But isn't that we can almost compare that to Josh Allen's throw though? Now no, you can no, you you. I mean, he did have Shakir open, but it was still me, the man. hero ball the play. To, the difference to me is, I feel like he, like, it, he could have put the Josh could have made the other throw, but the Shakir decision it was there, like it was actually there. If he made a good throw, set up in the pocket, it was legitimately there. Lamar, that shit was never there. It was never going to happen for you. It was calling for pi. Hell no. Like that was just what it was. You look at it like, damn, he threw that. Like I saw a tweet. It was like, yo, these one of these is one of intercessions when I'm playing mad. And I just threw my controller after it and quit. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like because you wasn't. No. But you talked about Lamar too, and and that that defense, and that was another thing that I noticed too. I mean, there was a lot of plays where he had little to no time to get the rid of the ball at all. Like he was like, Chris it, Jones the pressure was crazy. Where yeah. he was rolling out as soon as he got. You know, as soon as the the direct snap came, where I mean, he had no, he had not not even where he had nowhere to throw to. There was no time to get rid of the ball, and then it's like I either have to try to make something out of nothing, which is what he was doing most of the time, maybe getting back to the line of scrimmage or throw it away off my back foot, falling to my back right. Like so, again, just more credit to Spags. There was a quote that he said that I saw today on Twitter, and he was talking about his defense and saying like, sometimes you have guys that you have to like tell them what the play is or what their role is. And then you got to go worry about your job. And he's like, we just don't have any of those guys. Everybody on this defense is locked in. And that's part of the reason that we're here, which we've been seeing. And I mean, you can go back to any Super Bowl, any great Super Bowl quarterback to get to the Super Bowl helps a lot to have a really phenomenal defense. All those Peyton Manning runs, obviously Tom Brady, 07, 08, when they went 17-0 to get to the Super Bowl, his defense was incredible. Eli, motherfucker. <laughs> Eli had a great defense both times. Yeah, so we can give him credit there, too. But again, uh, also, Spagnuolo was on that. Yep. He was on that Giants defense, Spags, too, baby. at the time. So I got a little homage there. Um, I mean, at least for where the the Ravens go now is you brought up a good point, too, of Joe Burrow's back. And we saw Arthur Smith yeah. sign as the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers today. So, I that again, that doesn't yeah. do much. But it's I, I still think before the year started, I was saying that the Bengals were going to win this division. Now, obviously, Joe Burrow gets hurt. Jake Browning does his thing. Now we kind of look at it like, well, even though the Ravens did do that, Joe Burrow's back. And I think the Bengals are going to win the division next year. I don't know if I think. Dude, like, I know, and even like. The, the look at the Browns had a great run. That's true. That's without, true. I didn't even talk about them. This, this 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 was probably the best division in football this year, at least in terms of just oh, yeah. like, you know parity. They were all the teams. All the teams were at minimum good, and they're all going to be as good, if not better, next year. It's again, you you don't like to you know get too dramatic and be like this this was their one shot, but it was their Man. it was their best chance. It was far and away their best chance, Man. and. Uh, they just man, they came up short. It's very similar to what Dan Campbell said as we'll move to that game, uh, where Dan Campbell said in that last call, he said they uh he gambled and lost on that last third down. And he also said that this was probably one of our better chances. Not saying he did say not saying that we won't ever get back there. Just keeping it real. Just keeping it real. This was one of our best chances. I don't know if a lot of other head coaches out there are gonna be somewhat realistic with the team. Uh, publicly like that by saying that this was one of our best chances. Up 24-7, losing this one to the 49ers in San Francisco, 34-31. to Looking at this game right around halftime thinking, um, yeah, like it was always the Lions at plus 250. Great call on everyone else's part. And then the wheels fall off the bus. And 34-31, back-to-back no calls on the field goal, which I think was a little bit too much. We'll get we'll get into them. And I have. Where do you want to go first? Because it's like you want to just go into the the, the Dan Campbell decision making. Because I, I want like to go that's, into that's some of the story. Can, that's, yeah, but backwards. you can also even touch too, like 
like, and you had a good point about that too, which the Reynolds drop. I'm not so mad about the call after the fact just because Reynolds was wide open there. But yeah, let's just dissect, break it down, like, just from his standpoint of some of the play calling, some of the, especially the decision making down the stretch. I don't know why you don't kick a field goal to go up three scores at that point. You have to go with what's gotten you there, right? I mean, like the the Lions the entire year, they they went for it on fourth and one or two more than any team in the league and converted it at the highest rate in the NFL. So like, you know, you don't want to like it's so you look you talk about these teams that like, you know, something works the whole year and they get the playoffs and then they just abandon it. Like even like that like that, that Cowboys Packers game. Like mm-hmm. Cowboys played more man defense than any team in the league and then they <laughs> they, they play soft zone and Green Bay <laughs> obliterates them in the first half. So like you don't want you don't want to you know if it's not broke don't fix it. So the the fourth down calls I, I, in real time I didn't like the second one. So you have, the, you have the, the first one where they could have taken three and they didn't. They they dropped the play to Reynolds. He drops it. it it's there. Like that's just I, I'm fine with that one. I was even more confused about the the play at the end of the first half. It was, like was the fourth four, fourth and fourth and three at the goal line. They ended up taking the points. And again, you, you can. You can kind of talk me into it each way. I, I thought they were going to go for it. It was pretty much the exact same setup they had the last game. I think they, they threw to Laporta. Laporta scored. Yep. I thought they were going to try to put their foot in their throat there and go for it. They didn't. They took the points. You had the fourth down drop by Reynolds. And then the most questionable one that I think in real time I had a problem with was, again, they're down by three. It would have been, I think, a, it would have been a 47-48 yarder. And I think that one's a little more debatable. But even then, I don't I don't hate it as much, especially, you know, Badgley's been inconsistent this year. Mm-hmm. He's been bad outside. And I, I feel like everyone that's really criticizing that that decision is assuming it's an automatic three points. Like, right. there's nothing – it's not. There's right. no automatic – there's no automatic kicks. We've seen – I feel like we've seen a lot of kicker woes, especially throughout in that, these playoffs. In that game. In that, ga- in that game especially. So, like, um, I, I didn't – again, I think in real time, I really criticized it. And it just says, you know, sort of the dust settled. You have a bit more of a, a clear head. I really think I'm okay with that one as well. The one decision now, and I don't, I don't know if this is on Dan Campbell. I don't know if this is on Ben Johnson. I don't, I don't know who to point the finger here, but like the most egregious coaching decision this entire game, no debate, is the the third down rush yeah. on their on their last drive. Right, it's yeah. it's third and goal from like the two, and you know they march down the field to do a great job of preserving their timeouts. In what universe Why? are you running the ball there? And you know what, man? If if you're gonna run the ball, if like you, if you think you got the look you want, and that's and that's your and that's that's the play. If you're doing that, you have your kicking team ready to go, right. and you sprint them out onto the field. In no universe can you run the ball there, get stuffed, and take a timeout. Because the second you take a timeout, the game is over. You're relying on an onside kick, which with the the new rules, I think it converts at like four percent. So like of all the decisions that you can criticize in this game. I I found myself okay with pretty much all of them, except that third down that, that third down rush. It just it it made my brain explode. And then again, when it happened, I'm waiting for the camera to pan for like the special teams to like be sprinting onto the right. field because they would have had I don't know like 45 seconds something like that, three timeouts. You never know. Like the second they don't get it and they call timeout, the game's over. Game's over. Game's over. And like that that's the one decision I just think is is just is like, you know I think for other people could be like a fireball offense. I mean, that just, it makes, makes no sense to me. And again, I don't know if that's on Dan Campbell. I don't know if that's on Ben Johnson. I don't know who makes that particular call, but again, that just, that lost in the game. No, that was the worst one. Cause they could have just called the same on the on third down. They could have called their fourth down play and just scored. Now you have two plays to pass. I, so you, I think you hit the nail on the head about the one before half. And I was upset about the, I was ups, not really upset, but I was kind of more surprised and thinking that he might have kicked the field goal at the one at the end of the game just because of a feel of the game thing. Yeah. Like the one before half felt so on brand, reminded me of like reminded me of the exact situation of when the Eagles played the Patriots and, and ran the Philly special. It's like at this point, we're playing with house money. No better point for Dan Gamble to come alive than right now. The la- the latter one, still, I'm not really. I don't think it's a bad decision. I was just more so as being like a, a Motown. I got family where they're kind of upset where it's like, damn, bro, we're kind of crumbling at the heels. I know Badgley shaky, like, but like, damn, I would like to see you take three there, but I get why you, I get why you called the call as you called. And it, dude, it shows like, I feel like teams are going to have to find ways to like prioritize kickers at some point. Cause like, look, at some point, like, like you saw the amount of rookie kickers, the amount of bad misses we saw in the playoffs. And then look like, you, you can't blame Badgley for like he didn't even get a chance to nah. kick it, but his struggles down the stretch of the season. Are are big like dude, if, if they've got you know the best kicker of all time, Jake Elliott, 
on their on their team. <laughs> facts, though. They're taking facts. the points. Really, I think I think Dan Gamble takes the points oh, there yeah, if he's got a, if he has a reliable kicker, and I think that that played into the that played into the decision. And again, when you're a team that's that's this good, top to bottom, and and you're this close, like. That can't be like that can't be a blind spot, and it just it, it, it clearly was for them. It was for the Packers. I mean, it just you're seeing it too much. Josh Reynolds got they got to do something about like I don't know if he's going to be back on the team next year, but he you can't. It's so funny too because I, I think he just liked this, but every time he dropped the ball, they pan to him. His eyes just look so big, like he's like looking at the lights, like oh fuck, what the and fuck? He's a vet too, man. This is he's a, a vet. This dude's this dude's a vet. He's, he's he's been around the block. He's played in big games. Like they are just too really inexcusable drops and and i mean dude you gotta like the, the gibbs fumbled you can't fumble on your yeah. own 25 yard line and the, the whole play when you, when you see the replay like i think he went to the wrong side like he never really had the ball secured anyway like but i think that was also on him going the wrong way like the the, the handoff itself was just was just muddled and then when you saw the iuk play i, I think mm-hmm. everyone <laughs> everyone knew what what was eventually exactly. coming they reminded me of like the edelman catch in that uh, oh yeah in the, exactly. in the falcon super bowl you know like it's just uh, like Oh, like if if that's if that's the balance that they're gonna get, it's just not our day. I mean, it's funny too because it wasn't like so. I seen people like Lions fans, like, well, there's still the same old lines, and like I don't really agree, but it is the same old line situation. I just, I have me, and my dad are talking. I'm getting something to drink, and I'm like, you think Uncle Mikey's nervous at all? Like you think he? Yes. You, you think they feel that <laughs> way? And it's funny though because my dad, because I remember when the when the P, when the uh, PI thing happened when they played the Cowboys back in the day this is when I'm new to the whole Lions being sad they always choke choke and lose somehow he kind of he told me back in the day he was like this is the same old Lions thing like they always find a way to lose so I was expecting to be like yeah I think they might find a way to lose and he kind of looked at me and gave that laugh where it's like <laughs> like you think they're going to lose this game like you serious and I'm in the back of my head I'm like pop all right and it's funny cuz I'm the whole second half I'm kind of watching like not how they're going to lose but like how are they going to make this close like what y'all what y'all about to do I want to shout out Debo Samuel because he was injured in that first play of the second half, deep dig that they caught. And he's telling him to keep going, keep going. Like he seemed like when they were dead, he was one of the few, very few like sparks of life. Because I saw a play on Twitter. We got Chase Young walking the play. They were literally, they were literally dead in that Debo play brought them back to life to at least be able to play a little bit. And then like you said, the Ayuk play was the one where it's like, Dog, and then you see the Jameer Gibbs fumble, and it's like, wow, it's really the same old line. Second half, dude, it was it was the difference makers, at least for the Niners' offense. It was Debo for sure, and you got to give credit to Brock Purdy. I mean, that's where I was gonna go. The Juwan Jennings play, first of all, that Juwan Jennings catch was (laughs) unreal, filthy, and we've seen. So we saw in we saw the throw the week before against the Packers to Jennings, unreal throw from him, and then now we're seeing a little bit more of the connection. Now it creates the narrative. So we touched on the lines there. This creates the narrative again. Something else that's all circling throughout the media is like, can the Brock Purdy hate finally get put to bed? Can the game manager bullshit comments get put to rest? And I I would like to I guess confidently say at least when we were talking about the MVP debate, I was the one saying that like if Purdy wins MVP, the league's fucked. And now, I guess the way that he's been able to, quote-unquote, manage these games, you clawed back from down 17. <laughs> I mean, in an NFC championship. I know you were at home, but to come back and somehow not be dead, I saw a clip of George Kittle on the sideline walking up to Purdy, and he's like, you know, this is going to be crazy when we get to uh, walk over there at the end of the game and say, man, they had us in the first half, I'm not going to lie. And then he's I like, look, and then he says, like, you know, run this team, have fun. You're the guy. You're the guy. So you talk about, I know that's just one person, but that can't just be Kittle. That's the only one that's behind him in these moments. He got the last pick in the draft, second year in the league, back to another NFC championship, wins it this time, going to the Super Bowl, and he's got a team that's galvanized around him. Yep. Finally, I think the Brock Purdy hate has to stop. And I guess I got to come back on myself to say, all right, I'm going to chill a little bit because we're going to a Super Bowl. As as you know, NFC champions. So I I think it's got to die. I think a lot of the hate, though, I think was was driven by the fact that for a big part of the year that he was the, the MVP favorite. Like I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think like, like like there's a lot of Brock Purdy criticism out there. I've been critical of him, but I think I wouldn't have been as vocal because I wasn't saying Brock Purdy stinks. I was just saying I don't. He's not MVP caliber. MVP might be. A stretch. Might be a stretch. But you still have to tip your cap, give credit where it's due. Again, five carries for 48 yards. I think all of them were in the second half, I'm pretty sure. Like, he was dangerous with his legs in the second half, extending drives. Like, 
again, he did everything that he needed to do to get them back in that game. Again, you get the lucky bounce with Ayuk, but like, hey man, if you got the sauce, just you're going to have some well, things go your way. Well, you bring that up too. I do want to quickly touch on that. So there was a, a video, I think it was his Instagram story. The next day, Ayuk is in his bed watching that Sports Center Top so 10. Funny. He's right. Too. He sees his at number two and he's like, what's number one? And it's Lamar's. What was the better? What was the better play there for at least one or two? Was it the Ayuk tip catch or was it the Lamar tip somehow runs chases after his own ball makes that catch? What play are they gonna be showing in twenty five years? The Ayuk play yeah, or the Lamar play? <laughs> the Lamar like, play for on. sure. But I still think it was the Ayuk play. Um, I I do have to go back to to Purdy here and and give him his flowers for that game. He get to go against against the. Uh, I would like to say. Um, another tough defense. I'm not going to say a tougher defense, but defense was playing well. Defense was playing well. Um, again, uh, like I know Lamar's the MVP, but like, where is this San Francisco 49er team without Christian McCaffrey? Where? I don't think they're in the fucking Super Bowl. I can tell you that right now. So like in terms of this MVP award, I mean, I understand like Lamar found a way to get it for himself and he did and he deserves it, but Christian McCaffrey deserves it too. And this team is not there without him and another stellar performance. And Christian McCaffrey gets to go after his first Super Bowl. I mean, you can't write a script any better. And you know what? The conspiracy is dead. The conspiracy is dead. I should have let the, off with the that. logo, the Super the Bowl logo. logo. Is dead. Oh, and it's blue, it's light blue and fucking orange next year. So it's not going to be, uh, or no, it's yellow and orange next year. So uh, I saw, um, and it's Green in. It's Bay at C- in fucking Miami. I, I, I who was it? Uh, it was um, Bucks know. throwbacks. Yeah. <laughs> the Bucks creamsicles. I saw. Uh, I forget who it was. Somebody. I'm gonna be so mad that I forget this. Somebody tweeted. He's in the fucking space, bro. I can't. I, oh, it was a Han. A Han said it, and he's like, Man. Shout, out, shout out to Han. <laughs> he's like, dude, like they're gonna have to get the Chargers to transfer to the NFC so they can go against the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> but for at least for the 49ers. Would you, let's just say, right, this is a little bit weird to of a question to ask, but let's just say that the Lions go instead of the uh, instead of the Niners here. Who has a better chance to beat the Chiefs in this? Is it the, is it the, do the Lions have a better chance if they made it? Or do the, the Niners have a better chance? Niners. Yeah, Niners. Is that simply from a, a defensive standpoint or just? Yes, yeah. for sure. I, I think if it was. I, I wish I could have seen it too because I know that they had they had lines for 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 both. For both, you're for, right. For both. You're right. I, I dude, I, it I, if it's if it's lion if it's lions chiefs, I think it's chiefs minus six and a half. That was probably. Yo, it was no, it was mind blowing. But I told you I checked it. It was before the game ended, so they had lines, bro. It was they had. I think it was chiefs minus three and a half. Three and a half. That I was like, what? That's the, not enough. What are the books saying? Like I was like, oh man, they don't fold. I might take the lions. Like nah, it was actually real interesting. I, I just think uh, it would have got hammered too. But yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, but so at least for my as we move to the Super Bowl, at least my take on this is, and I'm sure a lot of people are in agreement with this as well. The Chiefs Super Bowl was the AFC Championship. I you don't need to I fucking disagree. watch Super Bowl. We'll you don't be, need to watch Super Bowl. We'll the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. We'll talk about you don't game, need to. But I that's it. I don't know, man. Like you just you just don't have to. I, I that's why I'm so pissed off. You, like it's over. It's over. It, I, I Brock disagree. Purdy is not going to do it again. And, I disagree. With and now I'm going to have to be that guy. This game up too, I meant to give this guy a shout out. Shout out, shout out to Kyle Juszczyk. Oh, yeah, Shigley yeah. Oh. I do. Yep. What a best right. basketball of all time. How about the sideline catch? And that brings me to this, Big too. Big catches down the field. Shout out my fullbacks, man. Dude, oh, and goodness. his wife. You've been seeing his wife go crazy for all I, of her crazy I, I, game I, I, day see, fits. Nah, see, see, Kyle, this is what this is what wrong, motherfuckers. I have not been looking at your wife, Kyle. You know what I mean? I, it's, that's bullshit. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that's some bullshit. This is wrong, Making these crazy fits for everybody. She had Taylor Swift in oh, the shit, jacket. She, Swift she had oh, Brittany nah, Mahomes right, in the right. jacket. Yeah, she made one for Simone Biles, too. This is the conspiracy. This is the new conspiracy. Is that you're gonna have Taylor Swift and all all the women wearing her stuff, and it's like it's a big ruse to get women to buy NFL NFL apparel. Well, that's Ooh. why that, that's why here from Sportico here she gets the licensing deal with NFL Christian Juszczyk, uh and she'll be able to legally use team logos in her clothing designs. And the one that she was wearing too is pretty cool. When you rolled up the cuffs, it said like Super Bowl bound or something like that. So imagine that would have sucked if the Lions held on. But I think that's pretty cool. And you know what? What they've been saying. Kyle, you're you're a great husband. 
because after when they were putting Taylor Swift was wearing those jackets when she's walking into those games, those big games, wearing the new you know Travis Kelsey jacket that she made. He's quote tweeting. He's replying, like adding her, like that's that's her jacket, that's her jacket. And now a couple weeks later, she gets the deal. So what? Good on you. You played a fantastic game as a fucking fullback that you're rarely getting talked about, and then now you get this. So good for you. He was just trying to make sure he was gonna get that good after practice. Shut up. Good shit by Kyle. And then you gotta gotta support the Queens and Uschek. I'm 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 pretty sure what the the last time these guys played in the Super Bowl, I think Uschek scored. I think he scored. I think he scored the first. Really? Yeah, I think. I remember, if I remember correctly in the uh, the last Chiefs Niners Super Bowl, I think Mahomes scored first. I think mm. I think I think Yushek scored second. I'm pretty sure. No, you might be right. Oh, you're making me want to find Yushek odds, bro. Plus twelve hundred. That's they're they're kind of saying it's it's pretty like like not <laughs> likely, but you know what I'm saying. They're saying like yo, he can score for real. Like Sky, uh, is Sky more off IR? Not that I'm Jones in the bet on him, but yeah, uh, Ooh, he, he's he's been, he's been on IR. Tony's not playing. There's no, no shot. There's, no, there's shot. no shot Tony's playing. And you see all the drama with him, too, where <laughs> yeah. he's saying they're lying about it? Yeah, there's something weird going on behind the scenes. The, the dude is just imploding. Like, dude, you're about, you're about to get a ring. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't for the cap hit, he probably would have been released already. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. He's, There's no shot he suits up for this game. Miko's plus 1,600, uh, and they literally have a red I, I mean, is it about time we see an over-the-top touchdown to MVS? Like, MVS, 550's good yeah. value in the Super Bowl. MVS or Watson, I think, are not... Not not awful looks, man. Not awful looks. Mahomes at three fifty is nuts. That's the lowest he's been in. That's probably the lowest he's been all season. Wow, yeah, look at that. But it's probably. I mean, look. Can you just imagine this? I mean, I've talked. I've talked on like touchdown lines before throughout this season, just because at one point this year, Kenneth Walker was minus two hundred to get get in the end zone, which is just ridiculous. (laughs) They were dragging. Imagine being in the fucking Super Bowl and you're minus two forty to score. No, I know. I understand. It's CMC, but that's just still outrageous. Um, Okay, on to the Super Bowl. 49ers Chiefs, we know that that's happening. Again, we're just under two weeks away from the big game out in Las Vegas. Something to touch on to open up the game is we're seeing the travel schedule that Taylor Swift is going to have to do from her Japan shows to get there on time. Now, what that's going to fucking look like is she would have her show, and it would be nighttime over there, 11 p.m., on sa- and it would be Saturday morning at 6 a.m., Las Vegas time. She takes a 13-hour flight over. She gets there at Saturday. She gets to Vegas Saturday night, and then she's there for the game. And then she doesn't have a show until the Friday after in Australia. It's possible. And if she gets there in attendance to do that, oh, yeah, did you see the, hammer Travis dude, dude, there was a prop. Uh, I don't think it was on any U.S. books. Oh, it, my God. Don't even tell me. It was – dude, the odds on this actually, like, blew – Literally blew my mind. On a proposal, right? It was, will Travis Kelsey propose on the field? Plus 190 is yes. Is that the same use? Yeah, and no was like minus two. Like, so, so apparently, like... It was a Canadian book. It was like, you know, you know they, they equated him him to not do it was about as likely as McCaffrey to score a touchdown. Like... Yeah, the facts. That's what I didn't, like, that's nuts. Like, so what they got planned? Here? Why is that a thing? Also, do you see the reporters asking Travis too? They asked him after the win. They said, like, are you in love with her? First of all, so that's weird. just a dumbass question it's to ask. Weird-ass and he's question. like, I'm going to keep my personal relationship personal. What else did you think he was going to say? Remember that conversation we was having for the season? I, I, I asked you, did he sell his soul? I was joking, but like it was facetious. Like It was like... <laughs> it, was yeah, yeah. Facetious. It, was, it was It was. Hey Siri, what's, how do you define facetious? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Chiefs and 49ers in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Um, look at this again. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are underdogs once again. You literally cannot make this shit up. I mean, this is now three straight games. I mean, imagine this team in every single playoff game, including the Super Bowl, being an underdog and winning every. I I I, I just don't understand that. I almost almost all of them. They weren't dogs against the Dolphins. That's right. That's right. Almost almost dogs. Oh yeah, game. because oh yeah, they were at home in like fucking. In the minus t- 45. In, in, uh, Antarctica, yeah. <laughs> in Antarctica, yeah. Um, plus 112 on the money line, and that went up. Earlier today, I, I saw it was like plus 108. I know it's not crazy moving at all, but you know, you talk about line movements at all. We're at plus one and a half now. This is a Tuesday night. Do you think we're going to get any more movement, at least on this spread, and how high do you think it'll go? I mean, it opened at three, right? We were talking before yeah. the show. I think like right as the game ended, it opened at three, and it went to one and a half immediately. I... <sighs> You can't flip them, right? Like they can't. They won't be able to like turn into a favorite by by. Net. I mean, again, we're we're less. Than, it's it's almost two weeks. It could be down to a pick'em. I mean, you you got time again. There's time for some money to come in. Um, like I feel like every 
curious to see where like you know where the big money goes because every Joe public in the entire world, probably myself included, is going to be betting on the Chiefs. So. Which is crazy because I did see a bet. I forget who this guy was on Twitter, but he was like, "Oh, here's our first big bet." Uh, a million dollars placed on the 49ers. But it feels like every single Niner, every single Chiefs playoffs game, maybe besides the the Dolphins game, has been like one of those pros versus Joe's bets. And it's like I feel like everyone's been on the Mahomes hammer. It's, it's at least hit. at least a lot of people have been on them. I, mean, I was surprised last week. Last week they were they opened at three. I think they opened as three point dogs. I thought and I, I thought it would stay there. Maybe maybe you get you get it down to two and a half, and it went the other way. Surely. Went the other way. Like, Closed it. They were four and a half point dogs morning of that game against the Ravens. So. I, I I don't know, man. I'm sure the you know the the bet volume is going to be on the Kansas City Chiefs, but again, if you got to see where you know where, where the big money's going. But you got you have you know just under two weeks to for this thing to move, and I wouldn't be surprised if it got to a pick'em. Well, and you have uh, 47 and a half over under, and I only say that just because you were touching. You like the yeah, over there because yeah. I only say that you because you were touching that on that on the on the Ravens game, and you were talking about how this would potentially be like you know the Ravens. Everyone was saying it was going to be the over. And then it was, or you were saying everyone was going to be on the under. Yeah, like on the over. Like the, the the popular pick, at least amongst you know like the the, the right, sharp right. people that I follow, they they were hammering the under, which looked dead on arrival six minutes into the game, and then they looked like geniuses seventeen ten. And now you think you think this one's going to be the over? I, I like the over here, man. Yeah, you know, just two two good offenses indoor. Like both defenses are great, but yeah, just uh, dude, uh, the the stadium in Vegas is awesome. I went out there. I mean, you went for the Eagles game, not the Eagles game. I went. I was out there for uh, Chiefs. It was Chiefs Raiders. Uh, Two years ago, if you remember, I remember I bet I hammered Deshaun Jackson. Oh my god, touchdown. that's oh, right! Yeah. And he had the big deep ball. It was a, he, he was like he caught a big caught deep ball on like the five yard line, and then like you got you know if he got spun around, but he caught yeah. it and then ran three yards backwards. Yeah. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> I'm there live. Like I think I had a grand on it to win like nine grand, and that that one hurt because. Uh, but dude, the stadium the stadium is. It's unbelievable. It's I think I think Marshmallow was the halftime show. It was like a random Damn. random November game. I mean, it's it's gonna be fun, man. And we got cool. Usher for this for the halftime show. What do you think about that? Shout out to Usher. I mean, the, uh, again, Usher is you know obviously dude's a legend. I mean, it's not like he Facts. it's not like he needs the clout, yeah, but like yeah. I'm sure he's salivating at what's gonna be far and away the most watched Super Bowl. Yeah, it feels ever. good to be. Oh at yeah, the, it feels ever. good to be at the age finally where like the Super Bowl halftime shows is like. The motherfuckers we grew up on, yes. like bro, growing up, I mean, besides like the Black Eyed Peas, a couple ones, it was like, damn, I don't know who the fuck they are. Like it's tough. We got Usher now. They have they, books were offered his first song played. I saw yeah at plus five hundred. That's value. Yeah, it's just also crazy. Just, that's value. I love those props, dude. Those, pop, those are the those are the best. It's dude. like uh, you see, um, like the favorite ones are like how long the national anthem's gonna be. There's no better bet. You don't ever like. I always take the over. By the way, it was the under last year, but I always take the over. Um. You just have to. And I don't know who's singing it this year. Um, but you never see those bets anywhere else. I hope it's Fergie. <laughs> Hammer the over. Yeah, exactly. Hammer the over. Um, okay, I do want to briefly touch on this, too. So, uh, Super Bowl MVP odds. Obviously, like, you assume, just like any other person, if whatever, like, whoever, whoever wins, it's most likely the quarterback. Why is it the case, at least for without giving away the the pick there, why is it someone else on the on the winning team that's not the quarterback? I mean, I'm just saying Blaine Gabbert at 190 to one. I just think you know Mahomes, Mahomes goes down, Gabbert Gabbert brings him back from the dead. Now, so I, I I've looked into this a lot. So in the last 20 years, last 20 years, obviously 20 Super Bowl MVPs. Of those 20, I think it's been 15 quarterbacks. No, it's been 12 quarterbacks, five wide receivers, 13, I think it's 13, five, and then two defensive players, right? So the way that I look at it is like, if the Chiefs win, I think it's almost impossible for Mahomes to, to not win. To like, not I, say, I think it, yeah. you, it would need, like, Legereus Knee would need to have like two pick sixes and just to go go ballistic. Like, I think when, when the Chiefs beat the Niners, uh, you know, it was at 2020, like Damian Williams had like 150 total yards and two touchdowns and they still gave it to Mahomes. Like that was, if there was a year that somebody else was going to win it, that was it. So I think if the Chiefs win, it's going to Mahomes. If the Niners win, uh, it, you know, it's going to depend how they win. Like, you know, let's say, you know, the Niners win and their offense is cooking. It's, you, you get to like, you know, you kind of get to the, you know, the regular season MVP debate between Purdy and McCaffrey. I was going to say. I think, I, like I think McCaffrey at 450 is not a bad look. I think if you want to go, insane 
I think it would have to be a Niner because I, I don't I just I don't see anybody right. but Mahomes or dude I don't know if Debo's not Debo's I mean De- Debo at thirty five hundred I think you could, you could you could probably talk me into he it. could rush one catch one like and and dude like, there's a he was he was their other than Purdy he was probably their most valuable player in their yeah. in their game against in their game against the Ravens in their in uh, their game against the Lions and look I mean like look at look what the absence of him did against in that Green Bay I mean their offense went to shit when when he went down so. I just think, you know, I think you're burning money to bet anybody else in the Chiefs, not name Mahomes, unless you want to go like <laughs> Travis Kelsey narrative. <laughs> unless you want to go the, the Kelsey narrative. I just, I think if you want to just take a, a flyer, you want to burn $5, I would do it on somebody on San Francisco. Like Fred Werner at 180 to 1. If he has 10 tackles, an interception, you know, strip it's sack. Green law. He doesn't strip like going sack. down. It's, it's the uh, the two guys that the two defensive players that have won it in the last twenty years. It was uh, Malcolm Smith on Seattle, and he I think he had, he had a pick six and a yeah. fumble recovery. Like he just you had to give it to him. And I think b- both offenses in that game were just dog shit. So yeah. like it was it was it was pretty not a, it wasn't Seattle. It was uh no it was I think it was Seattle. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. And then the other one was uh, was Von Miller yep. in, in, in that, uh, that that Broncos Broncos Panthers. And again, both offenses were dog shit. I think Von Miller, I think he had three sacks. Yeah. He so, had the strip sack on him. Yeah, so I, I think like, you know, if it's a, a back and forth game, balanced offenses, you know, McCaffrey does some, McCaffrey has a decent game, Purdy has a decent game, and Fred Werner has like 11 tackles and an, an, an interception. I, I, I make a decision. I, I, you know, you know, maybe. Hey, maybe, I, threw, maybe I threw my five. Maybe. That's where my five bucks went. <laughs> but dude, like, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the fresh odds, you know, in, in the last couple of days. And I'm with, I'm with you, man. I mean, Debo at 3,500. That's I, interesting. That's 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 an interesting one. Well, you got to assume, right? Like that, anyone in those in the receiving category, like for them to have a remote chance, they have to get two touchdowns. Yeah. So then, like. He can get some, but keep in mind though, it's like it's 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 also like you know, if Miko, you're not gonna fumble the jet sweep, like look, if but like if Kelsey has a monster game, that means Mahomes has a monster game, you know, they kind of they they cannibalize each other a little bit, and that's why I think it's it it is tough for you know a skilled player to 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 out to outshine the QB. Debo is that unique spot where it's like he can catch one, he could run one in, he he could do a lot, and and just you know, if you want to you know actually define the word value, I mean, he is one of them, he's. Just so such an integral part of this offense, and is like their 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 gadget guy. I think Debo at thirty five hundred is not a bad look, but you want to just go completely out of your mind, insane. Fred Werner at one hundred ninety to one. Yeah, and that's where my five bucks is. All right, let's go into game picks here, uh, and then I want to ask uh, a final question here about post football. Um, okay, so we all know where the hell everyone's going here. Um, Manny, where where are you going? Chiefs Forty ers Why? She like. You make it sound so simple. It's not a simple game. It's am, simple for me. I am going Mahomes though, but I, so I will take the Chiefs. But the thing about this matchup, I'm really am hyped to see this matchup, man, because I think, I think the 49ers have enough offensive weapons and, and, and gimmicks on offense that they're gonna put up points on the Chiefs, and we're gonna have to see Mahomes respond and Pacheco respond and put up points. I am gonna think. I do think Mahomes in the end is gonna prevail. Like I, I don't understand how you can like you can't keep seeing a plus next to. The Kansas City Chiefs with my homes on this side and not take it. I do think the 49ers have more than enough to do it. But, like, listen, the Brock Purdy imminent collapse. He had the pick last game. Could have been two. The Jerron Jennings throw was absolutely a horrible decision that worked. So he's probably due for one or two of those, like the Josh Allen effect. Sorry, Josh, for the stray. Sorry, Josh. But <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chiefs plus one and a half. And you got it. That means we just got to hammer that money line. Money line, too. yeah, money line, yeah. too. Well, yeah. right, right, right. All right, Kenny. We know that you're going to go on the Chiefs because you've been following them the entire postseason. Why is it any different now? It's not. It's just it's it's going to be it's going to be the Chiefs. Now, look, I'm not I'm not over the moon confident here. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not going to be like empty in the clip on this. Yeah, yeah. But the, it's the Super Bowl and it's Patrick Mahomes. I'm betting on the Chiefs. Now, if you had to give me a touchdown score, let me just pull those up real quick because I know that you like those. There's higher odd touchdowns, but I know you said Justin Watson. Um, yeah, I, I wish I jumped on it earlier. Like Debo opened it, I think one ninety. Okay. Like I, wow. I, I know. I wish I wish I got Debo early. I mean, I think Debo at one fifty, even at the current odds, I, I, I think I, I think I like. And then if I was gonna go for you know a long shot here, um, dude, I mean MVS or Watson, they're 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 out there. They're they're playing a bunch of snaps. That's that's where my money my money's going. I do want to look into what the deal with Sky Moore is. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, yeah, and I'm I'm not. Jones in to go bet on Sky Moore. He did score a touchdown in the Super Bowl against my <laughs> Eagles, and it was uh, very depressing here. But yeah. if if Sky Moore is one hundred percent good to go, I think that's maybe like the the flyer you could you could maybe look in here. And 
Man, you want to just go nuts? You want to go, hey, he scored in his last Super Bowl. Hey, why not use check at 12 to 1? Yeah. You need an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I know. At 12 to 1. <laughs> Can imagine? No, you need an excuse. I, um, I guess I have to stop hating now. And I was dead wrong about the Ravens. I was dead wrong about the MVP shutting down Patrick Mahomes. Okay, we can just say that. Okay, it's clear as day. switching sides? I am completely switching sides. That's crazy. Patrick Mahomes is winning this fucking Super Bowl, and after all he needed to do was beat the Ravens. You don't even have to watch the fucking game, okay? Don't watch it. Don't watch it. The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. It's that simple. Andy Reid, you get to go point at Taylor Swift again when the trophy presentation. Taylor Swift is going to celebrate a Super Bowl with Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes is going to win Super Bowl MVP. Does he propose? Like I want to be the fuck. Like I want to be the guy. I want to be the guy. Nineties, a short line, brother. You know what? That's why he's been hiding everything. He's gonna do it. He's gonna get on the knee. He's gonna open that. Now you're making me nervous, though. Get on your Canadian books, people, because we we can get plus one ninety for yes. How about that? So all them any Instagram, TikTok motherfuckers, my man, cash this bet because Mahomes not losing. Y'all show some love. Yeah, finally, bro. I, I can get like, like you know let me just get one right. So, not even just See, some they were like some green check marks. Some, some people just were like, it's like marks. it's like he doesn't know what he's talking yeah. about. I'm Yo, like, I'm just a hater. We got some bets to sweat. Do we? We got a lot. We, we need a for the uh, for the boost, we need a market in three. That's oh, it. My and then yo, and then God. for for the for the bomb, Neesmith already hit, Reeves hit, uh, White's got five at half. And I think Kessler at four. We need Kessler to go on a rebounding spree when he checks back. As in. long as we can sweat, <laughs> if we can sweat the bottom. Yeah, well, I'm you happy. brought me to I'm this because I do want to close out this show. Shout with out this. to Moody Gang. Man. As we're kind of closing out NFL season, we're, we're going to obviously have one last you know show with you for football season. We can kind of talk about all the things we want to get going on with you in the uh, NBA season, all that kind of stuff. Where as a capper, and I don't want you to, to go too deep into it, but where as a capper um, do you go after football? You assume like a lot of people are like honed in on, on the football bets, and that's mostly what people know. Obviously, we know you're in NBA, and, and, and that's where you go. But, like, what, is, what are those kind of things that, that people can kind of expect for post-NFL as a handicap? A lot of golf. Oh, oh see, a, I did not think you were going to say that. A lot a see? lot of golf, yeah. I'm, I want to really, like, want to have the mental bandwidth to kind of dig in. I've been just throwing out some some flyers on some of the earlier tournaments, and, like, it's been the year of the long shot so far. It's, like, the, the first three winners of the of – the, of the, How about the amateur? Of, I did. Shut, up Nick, shut up Nick Dunlap, man. Wow. Get Nick Dunlap, come on the show. Facts. <laughs> um, but yeah, a, a lot of a lot of golf. I think golf is. I, I say this too. I think like, look, you know, especially if you, you know, it's supposed to be fun, right? Gambling is it's fun. If you have, it's just disposable income. You're not like you're not trying to you know bankrupt yourself. I think when you have action on golf, like sweating out a golf bet, I think is more fun than sweating out any other sport i don't know what it is like I, I love watching golf anyway but like if i could like you know if i'm sweating out a two touchdown play or sweating out like you know my long shot and he's like kind of in the mix on sunday g- give me that give me g- <laughs> give me that because i think that the it just makes like every shot is just electrifying and i just think dude like golf is in it's in a weird spot with you know guys going to live and this but i do think like it's just it's it's for the better. It's kind of, you're getting this like WWF, WCW sort of like rivalry vibe yeah, yeah. makes the, it elevates the majors that much more when everyone's going to be playing. Um, yes. But I'll be really, really going heavy into golf. And then um, obviously we'll let people do in baseball and stuff like that. I'll still be doing NBA, but I'm going like full throttle golf for probably the next six, seven weeks after uh, NFL. That's so fucking awesome. Remember I told yeah. you like, it was probably like a year ago. I'm like, bro, we got it. You got to take a winner every Sunday. Just one. Yep. I like plus five. I do think the hardest part about golf betting though, is like, like how hard it is to pick a guy like you know even if you're gonna just let's say you're gonna like everyone just picks a couple winners right like but then you're picking those guys you gotta sit there all weekend for it and i just feel like that's just so unlikely like you're gonna get a guy at like 9500 it's just so unlikely go get on saturday after one got bust but then if you wait till till sunday morning that plus 9500 guy that maybe you were looking at or maybe you weren't is like 550 and he's in contention on Sunday. So like it goes hand in hand. But I was not thinking you were going to go down that path, so I'm actually more happy than I. And plus, dude, I think too with golf too, it's like it's you you can you can kind of dabble and experiment with it and you can do it like very cheaply, right? You don't have to oh, yeah, you, yeah. you don't have to drop big dude like put 5 bucks on a on three outrights you like and you know hope one of them's in the mix on Sunday and there you go your your weekend just got a whole lot more and fun. And you also sweat even more. I remember um you know Tiger back in the Masters and you get him I forget what hole it was. It might have been the third hole. Uh, to birdie, yeah, it's, it's, and you had the market grand market on that one, and yeah. that was just like a huge payout too. So you the, find those lines. The too. bigger tournaments, you, you just you just get more markets to work with, and I and I do think like even for like the non majors, as NFL ends, I would imagine that the books are going to open up some some mm-hmm. more stuff because there's there's a lot of a lot of good you know fun unique props out there, and again like 
you know, if you've got like a soft course, you know, good weather, bad weather, there's a lot of different angles that you, you can play it that I, I just think like the more props they offer, I think that it just, there's more holes to, to be able to exploit. So I'm pumped, man. I'm, it's going to be golf gang. Fucking golf gang in the, in the Mooney gang at the moonshot. Uh, yo, uh, the Super Bowl is just under two weeks away. We have all three Chiefs picks here and our Monday guy, Kill Kenny, has Damn, been live in the studio. What is up, sir? You didn't take. I'm just. It's just setting in the. No, I didn't take the, the Niners. We no, talking, I didn't take the Niners. We was talking about the Kittle clip. We was remember we was just talking about literally twenty not even twenty four hours ago. We were just down here talking about the Kittle clip. Yep. Nope. It's it's all Chiefs. My we all know Kittle. that. We all know that. I'm sorry. The Kittle clip they was gotta awesome. Go slay some demons. I hope y'all. I'm telling lose, you. But do y'all think? I'm if you did watch this episode so. with Kill Kenny in person live in the studio, make sure to drop a like on YouTube, comment, and do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Our Apple Podcasts and Spotify loyal listeners, you know what to do. Scroll to the bottom. Give us those five star ratings. They really do help us out. Our social media platforms: Twitter at 80. 80 ED podcast and people still find a way to not like that algorithm just does not work but still follow it anyway instagram at 80 ED pod and our tiktok which is simply the name of the show it has been an absolute blast kenny this is obviously not going to be the last time that you're going to be here since we know that you're so close you've been listening and watching to the all day everyday show with all day aj and manny ruffin kill kenny live in studio first time not the last time we'll see you on a little bit post super bowl more for nba and obviously golf from this big guy see you soon